my grandfather always said to me, when you wake up in the morning, you're breathing. It's a gift from God. I feel like people don't realize how blessed we all are when you have two arms and two limbs and you can breathe every day and you're healthy. We all have beauty with inside ourselves. You know, I've always never a tall man, but I always inside felt tall because I felt like I was blessed to have a life and I have to live the best life possible for myself. And so the beauty within does come within, but it also comes within spirituality and also comes within like your feelings and just doing what you love the most. Hello, beauty. Yes, you. Join me, host Joyce Platon, as I chat with today's beauty, wellness, and lifestyle visionaries. Let's discover their motivating journey together as I merge my love for the art and my passion in revealing one's true inner beauty. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Hello Beauty. Today's special guest is David Parada. He is actually such a powerhouse in the beauty industry. He has launched 76 beauty brands and he has a new project called Materier. David, welcome to Hello Beauty. Wow, thanks for having me. I'm glad yeah. to be here. I'm so excited to dive in your story, oh. especially in the beauty industry. I'm all about skincare and products and of course makeup products. And I did see your roster of products and it is all the amazing products. And you also included Dr. Loretta, which we had on the show before. Yeah. So I do want to do a deep dive. Oh, let's Tell do me that. about your project, Materiae. Materiae all started about probably a little bit over a year ago. Um, we were, you know, we had hosted a, an online presence on our own business page. And we had a huge like following of a lot of writers and stylists and trendsetters. And they were ordering all of their products from our own mm-hmm. DavidProda.com page. And so we were sitting there one day and Chilito, who's like my right hand and he's so artistic and he's not only my sales director, but creative director. He and I were sitting around and we're like, we got to come up with a name. And I was like, I love things that matter and all that. And he's mm-hmm. like, let's call it like materiae or materia. But that, and so we started looking at the meaning of the Latin word materiae and which means matter and material, mm-hmm. which we want to be a web presence and a website that only hosts um, brands that really truly matter. Mm-hmm. So that's our focus. The delivery is, you know, I have launched over 76 brands. Now it's going on to 77. Ooh. And um, through the, the last 22 years working in this industry, from starting from the counter to the sales floor to launching brands for phenomenal people, even like Christy Turlington mm-hmm. Sundari brand into the stores in New York, you know, going way back then to now, um, you know, a lot of things that I've come across in the last eight years is a lot of people are, everyone wants to have their own brand. Mm -hmm. And when they present a brand to me and they want us to work with them, a lot of them don't realize that I know that they're private label brands. And so they go to anybody and they create product with someone else's formula. There's even doctor brands out there. I'm not sure if Dr. Laura let you know, she is someone that formulates for other doctors Mm -hmm. out in the United States. And she has a private label business where she manufactures all the products for all these dermatologists around the country. She has a huge business doing that, but there's even doctor brands that are sold in Neiman's and in Barney's and Saks Mm -hmm. and Nordstrom's that are also private label. And they're really well-known doctors that are doing phenomenal. Mm -hmm. So part of my whole story behind Materia is I really want to work with, Doctor brands that matter. I only work with doctor brands that are published doctors, which are experts in dermatology and also in plastic surgery. Mm -hmm. I don't work with any other type of doctor brand that does not have those two criteria. You know, both 
brands on there right now both went to Harvard, one went to Oxford, but they both are melanoma experts and skin cancer experts, which is very important for me being a beauty expert that we're only selling the best and best in beauty. Again, Mm -hmm. beauty products that matter. And Materia is that platform for someone that really wants quality products that aren't private label products. They're all their own formulas, which is very expensive to create your own Mm -hmm. formula, which a lot of people don't realize. But every, you know, influencer now and every celebrity now has their own brand. But the question is, is it really their formula or is it a private label product? I think nowadays with a lot of people's information, mm-hmm. which is read- readily available to us, it's yeah. a good thing. It's being exposed nowadays, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, look, this is like identical to this brand from this brand, yeah. you know? Yeah. Totally. Thank God for like everyone being able to have ingredient lists. But the only difficult thing about here in the United States is they can actually remove ingredients from those lists mm-hmm. and they're not regulated by the government. So I think in countries like France and also Germany and places like Australia. That's why I love Australian brands and even German brands um, because, you know, every ingredient has to be on those, on their ingredient deck. Mm-hmm. I love all these new beauty sites also, even including Materier. We do list all the ingredients in our products. Oh, cool. So again, if anyone has any questions, they can just reach out to us. Because yes. again, a lot of my background has always been in natural brands, niche brands, but also doctor brands and skincare brands that have actives. Mm-hmm. So I'm a big believer in nature and science. Yes. And again, that's why even like Dr. Loretta or Zellens that's on our site, they're both brands that bring nature and science together. Mm-hmm. So the, Sometimes you need that yeah. little push, right? You know, everyone you... needs that little push. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it until after I was 40. I was like, I was mm-hmm. only using essential oils on my face. And I was like, why is everything not lifting anymore? <laughs> and I was like, I need to add some actives. Yes. Give me some vitamin A, some vitamin C, some vitamin D, a little punch to like really lift my skin up and brighten it, mm-hmm. especially after 42. Ooh. Yeah, and you said um, uh, before we started rolling off cam, you said that these actives, the amount that they actually put in there, Mm -hmm. it's very safe for you. Mm -hmm. They don't really put a ton for you to get irritated. And if you do, like what you mentioned, it's because you're putting the wrong type of skincare or ingredients on your skin. So you just have to do the work and the research to see what fits, right? Yeah, I think a good way to look at like um, products like vitamin C and vitamin A Um, A vitamin C that's been really stabilized can actually live in a clear bottle. It doesn't need to be in an amber or dark bottle. Um, So a a real stabilized vitamin C can actually be in the sunlight in a bottle in your bathroom and Mm -hmm. still keep their actives. And so when you see something that's actually a vitamin C that's dark, I always say, think about what you're buying. (laughs) And I only use vitamin C's that are clear. Yeah. And are held in clear bottles. So that's my secret. But then for vitamin A's, I only use vitamin A's that actually have time releases, time mm-hmm. like a time release capsule. So I really look into brands that sell vitamin A that have those time release um, actives. That So basically, it doesn't really hurt your skin if it's too sensitive. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite vitamin A and vitamin C brands? Uh, well, I have both of them yes. on material, which is Dr. Loretta mm-hmm. and also um, Zellens, but there's also the strongest vitamin C I have, which is Melanie Simons, mm-hmm. um, her C serum, which she started creating it because she's a celebrity esthetician. Mm-hmm. She started creating it um, as she was doing these amazing electric facials on her clients, but also using a lot of her favorite skincare, which I don't have on my site. Her favorite skincare line is Biologique Regerge, oh, yes. which we all know oh. is an amazing brand, but mm-hmm. only certain people can carry it because they have to be 
estheticians, licensed estheticians, and they have to be experts. And so she also uses our Zellens Hydra Shiso after she does treatments. But her vitamin C serum that she's been mixing for all the celebrities in Hollywood and it in her uh, White Jackson Hole Wyoming studio and her Montecito <laughs> studio, her actually she has this amazing atelier here in Hollywood, which you need to go see. Oh, okay. Um, What's it called? It's just her. It's her Melanie Simon and oh, Zip Atelier. I'll go she, look it up. Yeah, she created um, the Zip device with a dear friend of hers, mm -hmm. um, David Simon. Um, and so both of them together created Zip, and now she created her Melanie Simon skincare, which has the serum C. Yeah. I'm gonna have to send you some. Oh yeah, it's incredible. Ooh, like once exciting. you try that, you know. So both Melanie Simon, Dr. Loretta, and Zellens. Both, all three of them, their vitamin C are the ones I can't live without. Yeah, the perfect combination. Totally. Yeah. So I want to go way back. Uh -huh. What was your first paying job? <laughs> well, um, I in college, I actually worked at a little store in Bristol, Rhode Island called um, Kate and & Company. And I didn't even realize at the time that I was going to fall into retail and beauty. But she sold the best candles and lotions and potions. So I started there. But I went to school for musical theater mm. and accounting. Oh, wow. Um, so uh, when I got to New York, my first job as an adult out of college was at a wireless phone company collecting all their um, doing all their collections for their corporate accounts. Mm -hmm. So I was doing accounting for them. And at the time, it was so depressing because everyone there went to work. They graduated from Rutgers and they were so yeah. serious and they would not <laughs> smile. There was one girl from Long Island with acrylic nails and big blonde hair. And thank God for her because she made my day go by. <laughs> but besides her. I just couldn't take it. So one day during my lunch break, um, I went to a restaurant on 10th and Hell's Kitchen. Um, and it was a Puerto Rican restaurant. And I had arroz con pollo um, as well as like two glasses of Chablis. <laughs> and I got a little buzz. And I'm like, I'm not going back to that job. And I read about this amazing cream in Vanity Fair called Oxygen Cream from Natura Bisset. Mm -hmm. And so I went to uh, Bergdorf Goodman and I walked in and I went to the Natura Bisset counter and I was like, I need this oxygen cream. And the counter manager was this older Sicilian woman from um, Queens and her name was Antoinette Ruggiero. And she said, darling, have you ever worked in skincare? And I said, um, um, well, in college, I worked in a little boutique and we sold skincare. She's like, you've got great skin. Do you want to start tomorrow? And she told me how much they were paying. And I was like, oh, my God, I'll take it. And so the next day I started, within two weeks, I was one of the top salespeople at Bergdorf's selling amazing mm -hmm. skincare to really fabulous people. That's amazing. Yeah. So after Bergdorf's, what was next? After Bergdorf's, I was approached by um, Sundari, which was Christy Turlington's first skincare line. Um, first, like, And it was in the late 90s. And it was before its time. She was a, such a pioneer. And who, and myself being a, a product of the 90s and the supermodels having, you know, sin, you know, having one of the best top supermodels as a boss. Yeah. Like Christy Turlington is up there. She's a beauty. Mm -hmm. She's a pioneer. And she created Sundari with a few friends that she met that had graduated from Harvard Business School. And so they created this line called Sundari. And it was all Ayurvedic, Ooh. all essential oils, all natural. So mm -hmm. it was like one of the first yeah. all natural brands on the market. And at that time, no one really wanted to put face oils, like oils mm -hmm. on their face. So it was all based on your doshas, your vada, your kapha, your mm -hmm. pitta. And the products were exquisite and it was sold at Bergdorf's at Barney's as well as stores like Earth Savers down in the south um, and it did really well but then after 9-11 things changed and mm -hmm. so after that 
I became a counter manager at Barney's for Natura Bisse. So I went back to Natura. I'm a big fan of Natura Bisse. And I went back there until um, a showroom owner by the name of Jeffrey Scott kept trying to poach me and he turned me into his sales director. And I was only 25 at the time. And I became one of the youngest sales directors in beauty in New York City. And we launched brands like Eve Loam, um, The Art of Shaving, Red Flower. We launched Chantakai into Bergdorf's for Chantakai. We launched brands like Wallet, um, Susan Posnick. Mm-hmm. We um, worked with Ian Ginsberg from CEO Biglow and launched brands for him like Marvis Toothpaste, his Parasso Shaving Cream. Mm-hmm. So we launched the most beautiful indie yeah. niche brands at the time. And then that's when I got hooked on niche young brands. Mm-hmm. Um, and during that time, I also started consulting and my first consulting project was with a brand called The Laundress New York. Yes, I know. Um, and so after 15 years, they this year they turned 15, but they just sold to um, Procter & Gamble. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, to Unilever. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So what was the catalyst of you starting your own while you were here with like these corporate jobs in oh. a sense? Well, it's funny because um, it was my last corporate job. I went in-house with Red Flower, then in-house as a business development director for the art of shaving. And then my partner at the time was having a really hard time in New York and he got the most amazing job in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. He got a job to be a producer on RuPaul's drag race. So um, he looked at me one day and he smiled and he said, "Um, I got this job, but I can go out to LA for six months and, um, and you can stay here or we can both go to LA. And I was like, we're both going to LA. Let's get out of New York. Yeah. And it was at in 2008 when the economy was shifting. And uh-huh. so we got here and he started working with um, drag queens. And I started focusing, focusing on working with retail queens. Oh, yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> and all new retail brands, too. Yeah. So what was the first 90 days like when starting oh, your own business? Oh, my God. I got we got into Los Angeles. And I remember him saying we only have like a month left of rent to like we have we, you've got to find a job. And I had gotten all these great offers, but I met. Um, this woman at the DMV and she was um, renting a guest house from Melanie, um, Melanie Mayron, who's mm-hmm. an Emmy award winning actress. Yes. And at the time, she's also a director, producer, and she lives in Hollywood. And she was starting a baby brand because she had her first baby when she was 48 mm-hmm. years old. Oh, wow. Um, and so she created a young, natural baby brand. And she was scared. because She had been taken advantage of a lot of people trying to be her sales manager and mm-hmm. sales agent. So I took her on met her the day after that and I took her on. And then from that moment, I started signing young brands. Women's Wear Daily did a piece on mm-hmm. Mayron's goods. And I think the New York brands realized I was, a again, now a private agent and not working in-house as a VP of sales or director for any other companies. So that's when a lot of brands started approaching me. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Did you have any mentor or like any aid in like helping you like go about your business like books that you've read i think in my life i've worked with so many creatives that have created entrepreneurs that have mm-hmm. all created a lot of brands it was one of it was just talking to him yesterday eric mulka who was the founder of the art of shaving with his wife miriam zowie mm-hmm. who's actually dr loretta's yes. business partner mm-hmm. and so eric yesterday we were talking about when i was 27 years old we were laying by the pool in his condo in south florida And he said to me, I think you're meant to have your own business. Mm -hmm. And I really believed him. And that kind of resonated. And when I started my business at 32, turning 33 in Los Angeles, um, I think it was just my mother was 
getting into her 60s and she was lost. And so when I met Melanie Mayron, she was 59 mm-hmm. starting her brand. And then I was approached by Linda Rodan, who created Rodan Olioluso. Yes. And I had these really two fabulous women at 60 starting a whole other chapter in their lives. They were so inspiring to me. Oh, I love that. And yeah. I think for me, that's what inspired me to start David Prada Brand Management and then distribution mm-hmm. and overall David Prada Brands because these two women didn't care how old they were. They were just starting a whole new venture, a whole new chapter, which was an exciting chapter. And watching these two 60-year-old women that had more energy than any 20-year-old I know, (laughs) I was beyond inspired. And I was like, I'm going to be the guy to help them launch their brands. And I'm going to work really hard to make their dreams come true. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even having um, Rodan Oliluso for seven years, um, it was acquired by Estee Lauder. So that was our first brand mm-hmm. under our umbrella that was acquired by Estee Lauder, which was exciting. Oh, exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Launching 76 now going mm-hmm. on 77 beauty brands. And it's definitely a far cry from where you started. <laughs> Is it everything that you ever imagined it would be? Yeah, everything and a lot more. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had the blessing of working with such amazing entrepreneurs and also brand owners. Mm-hmm. Someday, I think when I retire, I will write a coffee book about every brand owner I've worked with. And like the changes of who they were when I met them to how they became or if they changed at all um, by the time they were acquired Mm -hmm. because they all kind of morph into different types of humans. But they are so amazing. They they actually someone asked me, David, what what do you do for a living? I go, I make a lot of people's dreams come true, especially people that have these ideas Mm -hmm. to create beautiful skincare and makeup and. Yeah. You know, um, when I met Linda, right after I met Linda, I had another incredible um, creator come in by the name of Sasha Plasmic uh, from Ilya. Yeah. And she um, came in with six lip conditioners from Vancouver and she showed them to me. And she reminded me of when I met Bobby Brown at Bergdorf's, who only had at that time six lipsticks as well. Mm-hmm. And now Ilya is one of the top all kind of naturally inspired beauty brands on the market. It's in Sephora, Mm -hmm. it's in Credo, it's all the best stores. And, you know, seeing a brand from inception to where they can get to has been really a joy and blessing for me. Yeah, that's And this is why I also created Materia because I definitely want to give a bigger platform for brands that I can't take on as a brand manager or distributor um, I can put them on my platform and have editorial about brand founders. So mm-hmm. it's not only a beauty website, it's also a platform for a great editorial. Yeah, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. The, along the way, I know that it hasn't been easy. People think that it's all glitz and glamour. Yeah. Has has it been always easy for you or what are the lessons that you've learned along the way? Oh, well, nothing in life is easy. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think the most important thing that I've learned is never to give up and to have stamina and when things mm-hmm. get tough just to keep moving forward. A lot of these brand owners, even the ones that have sold to big companies, you know, I've been part of like at least six acquisitions in my career, which you know, when you think about it, it's not that many for as many brands I've launched, but all the brands I've launched except one is still in the market selling. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think what I've learned is a lot of them thought they were going to go bankrupt and they thought that they like tomorrow wouldn't come. And, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever goes up must come, whatever goes up must come down, but it also goes back up again. If you work hard at it, I did at one point want to just not do this anymore. Mm -hmm. 
And then I realized that I, the only thing I know is beauty and launching brands and knowing which brands have the DNA to become superstars. That's pretty crazy because it's like, you know, how one business owner already goes crazy starting their own business and you are actually involved with different beauty brands and businesses. So like all I could imagine all that craziness and the headaches and all the stressful moments. I am the one that manages all yeah. the brand owners and their CEOs. It's mm-hmm. fun. It's mm-hmm. a lot of work, mm-hmm. um, but I wouldn't change it. Like literally my team, I have the most amazing sales managers and freelancers and makeup artists and estheticians and kind of the best and best working for us. Mm -hmm. We're all a family under our umbrella and we all work just as hard. And I think the beauty of having passionate team members, I don't like to call them employees, but they're all our our family and team members. They all believe in what we do. Um, And a lot of them have been with me since the beginning. And so we've launched so many brands together and we've also lost some brands mm-hmm. like through those times because being a distributor and agent, you know, I find brands, bring them into the U S but mm-hmm. once I make them a lot of money, they go off on their own. Oh, it's yeah. like when you try to raise your child and make sure they go to a good university <laughs> yeah. and then they get into Georgetown or Cornell yeah. or like Yale and you're like, I did it. I did my job well. <laughs> and so when they do move on or they get acquired, cause we have two brands that we distribute that we brought into the United States and now Unilever ventures mm-hmm. is their main investor. And, um, you know, watching that happen, I was like, I told my team, we should be very proud of ourselves. If we didn't position these brands, in the best and best in all the stores and e-commerce sites and department stores, they would never be acquired. Mm -hmm. It's our job to do what we do. And then they move on. But then it gives me more opportunities to work with younger and more interesting brands. Yeah, it's always a good thing. It's always a good thing. That's why I have so many brands under my umbrella because, you know, they grow up, they go to college and they move on. So many babies. So many babies. (laughs) So many. So you talked about the DNA of yep. a brand. Mm-hmm. Can you talk to me about that? And I did read that you speak of the triple threat. Yes. So I, I always look going to school for theater. You know, I was never, you know, I, I was trained to be a triple threat. You need to know yeah. how to act, sing and dance. And so um, when I look at beauty, I also look at them as a triple threat. Um, so I look at it as a um, does the brand have amazing packaging? Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't, we'll work with them on that. But it has to have incredible packaging. Number two is the kind of integrity in their ingredients mm-hmm. and what they choose to put in their products. So that is number two. And number three is really the faith and story mm-hmm. behind the brand. So and that's the part that I'm very picky about working with, because I really have to truly believe that that owner is genuine and Creating a brand not to become rich, because there's some brands I just discovered recently that told me that that wasn't their story, but they've worked with us, that they read about, you know, the green movement and organic movement, and they decided to do that because they knew that that is what every major company was going to invest in and purchase. Yeah. So that, you know, is... It makes me feel like they're not doing it for the right reason. You feel betrayed. I do. Yeah. I feel like everyone should be creating product to you know, really help others or they've mm. created it for themselves. A lot yeah. of brand owners that create brands for themselves to help their own issue, like eczema and psoriasis mm. and, um, you know, rosacea and all those kind of issues. When they create them, I feel the passion. Yeah. You can feel their passion in, in how they speak about a product. Like even Melanie Simon with her zip device and her skincare. I don't think I know anyone that is more obsessed with skincare than her mm-hmm. as a celebrity esthetician. Mm-hmm. She just, the, the way, if you, you know, when you meet her, if you already have, you can tell her skin is like beyond flawless. Yeah. 
That's really, goals. Yeah, it is. Goal, <laughs> like, hashtag goals. Yeah. <laughs> I, so let's talk beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, what is one beauty trend or maybe a couple that a beauty trend that you can never get on? I'm not going to get in the beauty trend of CBD. <laughs> Why not? Um, I, you know, it's so funny. There's so many when it started and everyone like being here in California and also mm-hmm. watching the trends. There is so many CBD brands on the market. It's so funny also being someone that works with so many different department stores and beauty stores across the country. But what I've noticed the most of all recently is everyone is creating a little CBD boutique and they're like, it's our idea. Actually, it's already been done in a few department stores. Now they're all doing it just like when face masks became so Uh popular and everybody wanted a face mask. They're still doing okay, But now there's so many face mask brands. Sephora has a wall. Barney's has a wall. Oh my gosh, tell you me know, about it. A- Anthropology has yeah. a face a face mask wall. They're all identical. I'm like, will any of these retailers start mm-hmm. doing something different mm-hmm. that drives people to come to their stores? The reason why people aren't going into their stores anymore is because they're all doing the exact same thing. Yeah. And now the next thing everyone's doing is CBD. Yes. So mm-hmm. I think CBD is incredible. Mm-hmm. But I, now I think because of the saturation in the market, I actually think it's going to be so diluted yeah. that the true CBD powerhouses on the market won't shine. There already is one Lord Jones. She was the first really out there. Mm-hmm. She'll sh- keep shining. But then after that, the other brands will get lost in transition. I think it'll take another five to 10 years for it to get cleaned up because now every buyer and retailer believes in CBD. Yeah, it's like. It's like analysis paralysis whenever you like look around with yeah. all these like new skincare brands yeah. and and going back to what you said, a lot of them probably are just getting into it, into that business because, oh, that's the in thing to oh, do yeah. now. Right. Yeah. Oh, I, it's Which so funny because very... here in L.A., I hear it all the time from trainers and from everybody. They're like, oh, I'm getting into CBD because it's the future. And I'm like, oh, my God, everyone <laughs> is getting it. I was like, oh, God, everyone's in CBD. I'm so out. I'm not getting into that. I'm not jumping mm-hmm. into that business. I did sell face masks, but then I like went back because uh-huh. it was just impossible to like make one brand blow up because it was just oversaturated. Mm-hmm. And I think there's regulations too when you're putting it online, selling it. You can't really say CBD that you whole can't. Camp. You know, yeah. actually, if you're a Shopify platform, mm-hmm. which you know many of us are in the retail world, mm-hmm. when you're on the Shopify platform and selling CBD, literally they'll they'll, they'll shut you down. Yeah. And also a lot of these brands that are small businesses, um, if they take any federal loans or government loans, they can't mm-hmm. get into the CBD business or sell CBD. So there's a lot of regulations. It's still so uncontrolled. Mm-hmm. It's how the West, you know, we're in the True. West. It's, you know, everyone came out to the West for like the yeah. gold rush. Yeah. I feel like everyone's coming out to the West for the CBD rush and I don't want to <laughs> be there. That's so true. <laughs> I was like, okay, over it. Like I've seen like 20 CBD lines in the last like month. And I was like, wow. Yeah, you don't know anymore. It's like I know there are beneficial properties that actually like help you. Mm -hmm. But then when you're reading, it's like, okay, which brand now? So now like it's like it boils down to like, oh, which looks cuter now. Right. I usually would go with that. (laughs) The cuter. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So what is one thing that you wish people would stop doing and do more of? I think in the industry, it's so funny, just like how um, retailers kind of follow each other's I also think brands are doing the same thing. So if a brand comes out with like, you know, drops, somebody else will come out with drops. (laughs) And so even the hair care lines will come out with drops because now everyone has drops and they're like Mm -hmm. adding little 
So everyone gets on. I feel like just stick to your own vision and stop kind of doing what everybody else is doing. And Mm -hmm. that's what bothers me the most is everybody is like such copycats. And just sellouts. They are. And I actually noticed it really quickly, too, because a lot of our brands are probably, you know, even Rodan Oleolusa. She was the first kind of face oil on the market. When I launched it, no one wanted face oil again. Because they're like, I'm already oily. Why am I? (laughs) Why am I going to add oil? (laughs) And then after that, everybody and everybody has a face oil. Every brand, even like Mm -hmm. the corporate brands like Estee Lauder started launching face oils with their amazing skincare brands. And like Mm -hmm. you watch these companies and you're like. Why does everybody have to follow each other? Come out with your mm-hmm. own concept, your own ideas, and kind of, you know, yeah. step apart from the the norm or what everybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. I think it's quite difficult, too, because maybe, like, with the trends that come and go and they, they have to come up with, you know, seasonal products, mm-hmm. I think that's a difficult thing. So they're like, oh, I can't think of anything anymore. Let me just, like, copy this other person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what they do. And I think also when you look, uh, it's funny because the, the, the brands actually have the m- most funding. Mm-hmm. they're the ones copying the ones that are coming out with all the innovation. Mm-hmm. Um, and even the younger niche brands that everyone think are innovative are heavily backed. And so it's like, they're always following or trying to be the ones that kind of come out with something else. Somebody else has come out, but then they have the marketing drive and then they become the one known mm-hmm. for that. So it's interesting. Yeah. It's actually a very crowded market right now. Super. When I started in beauty, there was, you know, the corporate brands and then there was the niche and indie brands, but there was very few. Mm-hmm. And now there are so many. But again, this is what I tell everybody, you know, out of every brand out there, probably 70 to 80 percent of them are private label. So they're not their own formula. Mm-hmm. So only like 10 to 20 percent of the products out there are their own formulations. And so that is what you have to really look at. Yeah it's, re- yeah, it's really a business. They're out there to get your money because there's a lot of brands now. You're like, so many. yeah, take my money. That yeah. kind of thing. Whenever you look, go online shopping. Yeah, it's like such a trend, especially like now. I think it's getting more and more. But, you know, I think those brands will disappear. And the ones that have built a slow and steady following and have a huge return mm-hmm. customer are the ones that always survive and stand out the most. Mm-hmm. I agree 100 percent. So if an aspiring beauty entrepreneur wants to approach David Parada. What is one thing that, or, you know, maybe several steps that would kind of track you and make you like help them out? Again, I think their story has to be very mm-hmm. genuine. Do they have to have a lot of dollars and money? No, yeah. I actually don't. Like I started my company with $300. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't really take money. Like I just found out like a brand that I'm like talking to, I was like, oh, so excited that they started yeah. it. And I found out, like, you know, their parents gave them money. And yeah. I was like, oh. Mm. You know, like, my whole thing is I really love an entrepreneur that yes. has, like, like the hustle's real. Yes. And they believe in their hustle. And I actually don't care about the. I actually want to help the person that doesn't mm. have the money more so than the person that does. Mm-hmm. Because that's the person that I am and have come from, being an immigrant yes. child. I'm, like, first generation in the U.S. And yeah. so... My parents had a hustle, and yes. so I've hustled always. No one's ever given me a break or a dollar to start anything. So I yeah. believe in those brands that were they're working three jobs or two mm-hmm. jobs, and they're putting their money in their brand because they're really genuine. They believe in their their story and their mm-hmm. point of difference. Mm-hmm. It's not just because they want to be on social media and oh, they want yeah. followers, and That's they true. because they don't know what they want to do with life, but they want their own brand. <laughs> 
tired. Just of to be an story. influencer. I, yeah, totally. I'm like, oh god, I've heard this story. Or too. a young CEO. Yeah, <laughs> young CEO. Well, I do love anyone that's trying to get into yes. the like 30 under 30 Forbes Ooh. list because I've always tried to have a few people I mentor. Mm-hmm. I have. I I like to take on a one or two people to mentor with, that are younger that want to listen, which is so much fun for me. But again, in order for us to even take a meeting or an approach with someone or discuss their brand, I really have to believe it comes from a genuine place. Mm-hmm. And I think my ancestors gave me the ability to, to know with my gut if the person's really telling me the truth or not. Like, so now I have all these new emails coming in of brands that want to retail, but I'm going to use the platform as, you know, our, having our own beauty online beauty boutique but we also have our pop-up shop at the conservatory in Hudson Yards yes. in New York. Mm-hmm. And, and part of the reason of launching materia.com was also Brian Bulky, who is a visionary and was one of the founders of 4510. And mm-hmm. if you're not familiar with it, it's the hottest, it was the yes. hottest store of its time in Dallas. And he's such a visionary. And so he's, he's, you know, he's worked with Neiman's and 4510 was one of his babies. And now this is his new concept, which is, kind of like the Bonobos of exclusivity yeah. of high end. So he has collabs and exclusivities with Jill Saunder, with, you know, um, Todd, Todd Snyder, mm-hmm. with, you know, Birkenstock. Um, he did a whole experience with Bastide, with Frederick Fakai. He did the whole beauty area with myself, which was called Materie. And that's mm-hmm. actually one of the reasons why we did create the platform mm-hmm. to be able to work with um, the conservatory at Hudson Yards. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Here at Hello Beauty, we have a philosophy. Yeah. It's say hello to the beauty in you. <laughs> what advice can you give those who are trying to discover their beauty within? You know, I think my grandfather always said to me, when you wake up in the morning, you're breathing. It's a gift from God. I feel like people don't realize how blessed we all are when you have two arms and two limbs and you can mm-hmm. breathe every day and you're healthy. We all have beauty within inside ourselves. You know, I've always never a tall man, but I always inside felt tall because mm-hmm. I felt like I was blessed to have a life and I have to live the best life possible for myself. And so the beauty within does come within, but it also comes within spirituality and also comes within like your feelings and just doing what you love the most. I really believe you have to do what you want in life. And, you know, I was told I couldn't go to school for the theater or the arts. I needed to have a background in accounting. I'm glad I did. But mm-hmm. I did have parents that allowed me to do whatever I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I think you have to allow yourself to do what you want to do and not be scared. I think fear holds us back. It holds us back from believing in ourselves and our beauty from within. But I think fear also stops people from doing what they're supposed to be doing in life. So take that risk. Jump, yeah. walk, run. I always say run for it. Try it. If it doesn't work out, you could always go back to what you were doing. Mm-hmm. But when, when when I think of beauty, it's just you have to believe in yourself. Yeah. That's what I think. That's beautiful. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I also love laughing a lot. Oh, yes. So I like to have a good time. If you don't laugh, oh, you're never going to feel beautiful. I know. Like recently, I've just been getting like, I guess with a series of lots of work I've been too serious and I've been feeling anxiety oh we should go to karaoke oh we should yeah (laughs) so but then like I was like one day I just like turn on the tv at night Uh and then I watch hot wives of Orlando and I just like laugh my head off and I was like oh I didn't need like I don't know I need anything for like to calm myself down anymore I just needed to laugh oh my god you know (laughs) I didn't laugh until I met my my current partner who's now my fiance like Uh. I never watched the real housewives and he's obsessed with the Real Housewives. 
And like literally I watch it and I'm like, I can't believe I'm watching this and I'm wasting this hour of my <laughs> life to watch these housewives. But we watched the housewives of New York, the housewives of Beverly Hills, yeah. the housewives of Orange yeah. County. And I was like, I didn't even know there's a place called Potomac. Yeah. But like, thanks to him, I was like, I, I gotta it. watch this now. And yeah. now I'm like, oh my God, I'm like a housewife from middle America watching the housewives <laughs> and like so excited to watch them. Because they make me laugh. Oh, my God. They, they are do. so stupid, all of them. I can't, oh I can't take it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, this is not reality. I mean, imagine me watching Hot Wives. That's even like the spoof of the Housewives. Oh my God. Um, I'm going to come over and watch it with you. you <laughs> it's hilarious. I, I've watched like 10 episodes like in one go because I couldn't take it. Yeah. Before, oh yeah, before I let you go, okay. walk me through your daily regimen. Oh, yeah, here we go. Yeah. So I, d- I actually, luckily enough, had, grew up with a crazy mom so she never let us go to sleep without brushing her teeth and washing <laughs> her face um and i'm actually that person in my house walking mm-hmm. around and making sure everyone brushes her teeth and washes <laughs> their face so when i wake up in the morning i'll start with my morning routine i wake up in the morning i actually um start off with like brushing my teeth i use two different toothpastes so i use mm-hmm. um you know my Laban, and then i also use a treatment based one for my gums and then I go into my face wash so I have two different face washes or three that I use I use one from Dr. Loretta I use one from Zellens but I also use one from Oh My Cream in Paris which is a coconut based oil um, and it just like feels so hydrating and invigorating in the morning and then um, I use um, right now I'm going to be so candid this is I've had my second hair transplant which I'm going to talk about men's hair loss on materia because I want to be mm-hmm. that person that tells the people the truth um a lot of guys suffer from hair loss and so do women and so I I I can't use actually some of the brands that I distribute mm-hmm. right now because um I need to use something that has zero yeah. zero kind of anything and it. it has to be just basic so i've been using a lot of the josh rosebrook mm. um shampoo and conditioner oh that could be another podcast episode with you yeah about, well, like hair loss oh my yeah. god there's two things like both gay men and straight men mm-hmm. share in common and i can't talk about the second yes. thing but i can talk about hair loss mm-hmm. but like literally <laughs> it's like when i'm interviewing like my best guy friends and then like, all my like best girlfriend's husbands like yeah. they, they both have two things that they like talk about oh, gosh. And a yeah. lot but i laugh about it <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely believe like for me and my confidence, um, I do sometimes think like you have to do something to change yourself, like your hair color or yeah. new makeup, new skincare. Mm-hmm. But for me, it was like when I got my first hair transplant, um, God, I got a new like strut. I I, started, <laughs> I had a different swagger, a different mm-hmm. feeling about myself. I got really confident and, I, and no one really noticed I had it done. It looks good. And it was just mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. But, you know, so I think definitely... That's what thanks. I use all natural shampoos and conditioners on my hair right now. And then I leave the shower and I do vitamin C drops. Mm-hmm. Um, I do an eye gel from Dr. Loretta, vitamin C drops from Zellens with a little bit of an impact of my C serum. So two C's. I do a vitamin D drop because mm-hmm. he's the only brand on the market that has a vitamin D right now. Um, and then um, that's all I use. I use all the different serums and drops for my skin during the day. And then at night, um, I do use vitamin A drops, an overnight cream, both from Zellens. Um, and then I also use Dr. Laura's eye gel because it's amazing for my puffiness and dark circles. Mm-hmm. Do you have one? We'll, we'll make sure they send you one. Oh, you. Um, and then I also um, put hair oil in my hair mm. just to hydrate it. 
Yeah, make it all luscious. I guess it's not that complicated. It's just yeah. a lot of serums and drops for my yeah. skin. I like to look dewy. I think we talked about yes. this before the podcast. Like, I can't use anything that mattifies my skin because <laughs> I literally love looking shiny. Yes. Because it makes me feel younger. <laughs> that youthful glow. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> so what are the exciting plans this year for David Parada and Materier? So we are launching a lot of new young brands that you won't be able to find anywhere else. Uh, we're also going to use the platform to ask our consumers and followers on social and online to tell us which brands we want to work with. I want the consumer to help me decide which brands we help distribute. And so we'll do interviews with those brand owners. We'll bring them in. We'll launch them exclusively on Materiae.com, which is spelled M-A-T-E-R-I-A-E.com. And so um, we're going to use it as a, a platform in, in many levels that way. And then we're going to partner with a lot of people like yourself to kind of like tell us their favorite products and put that on on our site too for editorial. So we're going to do a lot of the fun, playful things. And um, we eventually will do collaborations with other brands too. That's great. Yeah. Where can they find you? What are your social channels? So for Materie, it's just um, on Instagram. It's just M-A-T-E-R-I-A-E. Um, and then we have David Prada Brands, which is my name, which is D-A-V-I-D-P-I-R-R-O-T-T-A Brands, B-R-A-N-D-S. And that's on Insta. And then my personal is just David Prada. So those are the three on Instagram and then Facebook, the same thing. Um, yeah, that's where they can find us. That's great. Thank you so much, David. Thank you. This was so much fun. Was Thanks so for having fun. me. Yes, hopefully another yeah. episode with you. Oh, I love Harold. that. That would yeah. be fun. Great. Yeah. Well, there you have it, guys. If you enjoyed David's episode, I sure did. Make sure to follow him and all his social channels and check out his website at Materier. And also for you guys that are watching on YouTube, make sure to subscribe and like. And for those listening in iTunes and other podcast apps, subscribe, rate and review because it helps definitely spread the word of inner beauty and all these amazing brands. Thank you. Till next time.